4: And welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. This is an advice podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Hi, hello. How are you? How you all doing? How are you doing? Me? I actually haven't talked to you in a couple
6: like hours talked yesterday. Oh, I was gonna
4: say, and I think <laughs> yeah. earlier today too. Yeah, no, I haven't talked to you in a couple <laughs> oh, hours. hours. Yeah,
6: I'm fine. Just been working, doing a bunch of work.
4: Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. I'm annoyed with my hair. I love your hair.
6: Just let it. Thank be. you. Lose
4: I'm like control. trying to do this. One of the things is like scrunch, like get your hair to a crunchy cons- like a consistency, and then you scrunch the crunch out. And I, for some reason, cannot get crunch in my hair unless I'm doing it like a refresh. So I literally put so much gel in my hair, and it will not crunch, and it's still very soft. Are you and using I'm annoyed. the right
6: gel? Huh? Are you using the right gel? I don't know. That probably is the issue.
4: Yeah. So, it's a lot of, like, trial and error, but I'm happy with, like, I'm happy with how it looks. I just, I like it better when it's crunchy, and then I can really, like, squish it out. Like, it doesn't feel, I don't know, it doesn't feel gross, but...
7: Hey, Megan, Melissa,
1: and potential guests. I just called in, and it was so scattered, so I'm going to try this again in a more concise way um, and make it a little bit more coherent. Um, So I'm 19, and I'm currently in a trade school for acting, and I'm really super, super close with all of my classmates. We're all, like, super, super good friends. Um, There was an incident tonight that happened that um, I said something in the complete wrong way, and it just kind of fell out of my mouth, which is, Things that tend to happen a lot, I tend to talk too much. And then, um, yeah, and I, I forget to put a filter on. Like, my, my mouth is just working way faster than my brain is. So, um, it just came out bad. It came out really bitchy. I didn't mean for it to come out that way. It was mainly aimed toward a certain classmate that I have had a lot of trouble with, like, just um, not vibing with very well, have a lot of problems um, with him in general. Um, the other one it was directed towards I didn't mean it and I I just didn't mean it the way that it came out. Um anyways I the whole situation that I'm that has been the problem that I'm asking advice on is I feel like my personality is not coming across the way that I want it to. Um, I also I just had a whole sit-down dinner with one of the people I'm really close with and come to find out. Uh, she told me about basically everything that everyone has said about me. Um, and like, just like some brief examples of it are like, you know, someone says, I talk too much about, you know, the guy that I don't like that I, uh, you know, just keep mentioning and I keep saying the same thing over and over, which is a part of, uh, like an OCD thing that I have, which I am seeing a therapist for this and I am talking about this. Um, well not this in particular, but in general, um, but I just feel like, Everything that I'm doing I've just completely ruined all the relationships with people and they feel like 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 someone had the impression I didn't want to work with any of the guys at the beginning of the year that I don't know and now I've got this one guy that I'm Really not a fan of saying that he wants to confront me. He's been telling other people he wants to confront me I don't know. It's just a whole mess and I never met for this. I'm not a drama person It so sounds like it from this I'm, and I hate that I hate that I'm coming across this way and I'm like this So basically, do you have any advice for really just recentering myself, getting back to a personality and being the type of person I want to be and just being better overall? I don't know if I need to go on some retreat and meditate for a couple weeks. I just I'm really upset with everything that's going on right now and how I'm acting my personality. I just I need advice. please And thank you. OK,
4: um, you talk a lot. I do fuck off. Um, I I relate to this, but I also want to know what you said.
6: Yeah, we need to know what you said and what context it was in because yeah, really and like you who
4: you said it to, and like what do you valid?
6: Is, what you said is it valid? Because like if you're in a class with a bunch of dudes and they're trying to make you be quiet, it might be because you're a woman and they feel like yeah. your thoughts aren't valid.
4: Yeah, I, I just want to know because the whole thing is, is I don't really, I, I think the OCD thing makes like a ton of, if you're having like impulse control, because you're not, it's not that like what you're saying or you, I want to know if it's more what you're saying is being interpreted badly, or if you're then looking back and going, why did I say it like that? Like if you're recognizing it as it's happening or not even necessarily as it's happening, but like I I've done that before. We're like 20 minutes later. I'm like, Oh God, like, why did I, why did I do it? Why did I say it like that? Like, is it the filtering of how you're talking about it and like the impulsivity of what you're saying? Or is it that you stand by what you're saying until you're seeing or until other people are telling you that it's offensive or anything like that. I would also say like, you're not talking about, you said you're not talking about this specifically with your therapist. I would, I would urge everybody. We've gotten a lot of comments like this in the Facebook group of people who go to therapy and they talk to their therapist about like specifically trauma based stuff. But then when it comes to relationships and friendships, especially like this has been from people who are, in their teens, early twenties, they're saying, Oh, I don't feel like that's so frivolous. It's like, no, that's what you're in therapy for. Like, that's literally what you talk about in therapy. And the
6: little thing uh, that you think are little, they actually build up and might be related to those bigger issues that you're discussing in therapy.
4: Yeah. And it helps, it makes your therapist, it helps your therapist to unpack all of that stuff more because mm-hmm. all of those things don't just affect one aspect of your life. Like it affects every aspect of your life. So, I want to know what that is because at the end of the day, if you're talking bad about people behind their backs, like if you're gossiping, you need to stop and you need to figure out why you're gossiping. Like, are you gossiping because you're insecure? Like is what are all the reasons behind it? Because I think without a doubt, don't talk about people behind their backs. I have a, I've got, I have my firm belief. I'm not going to say anything behind someone's back that I would not say to your face. Mm -hmm. It's like the epitome of like if someone confronts me and says, hey, so-and-so said you said this about me. First of all, more likely than not, I will have already told that person like to their face, like had a conversation with them about it. But if I don't really care about our friendship anymore and or I'm like detached from it and I'm not, I don't think their friendship is necessarily like worth my effort, uh, or, or worth it. Or I think that they're going to change or I care enough to ask them to change. And I talk about it with other friends. If they approach me, I'll be like, yeah, I said that. Like I, I, and I've done that even with shitty things I've said, like I've said some nat. like in high school, I remember one time, uh, and I still think, I think about this, but I can literally call back because I think about it so well. I hate my hair right now. It's fine. But, um, I, there was a guy that I was friends with and he liked this girl and she like used to wear, I'm not even going to justify it. Like she used to just like wear and dress like not, not say like not cute, but like, you know, the really dark eyeliner, like all of that sort of stuff. And I said something along the lines of being like, oh my God, like you, like how could, like you like, like her, like, and she also was not nice to me and like, was kind of like Caddy, but I was cattier in the situation. And I said, like, she looks like, oh God, now I can't even like specifically remember, but it was like, ew, like she dresses, like she dresses so trashy, something like that. And she was right behind me and she cleared her throat. And I said her name, I said, first name, last name, how can you like her? She dresses so like, she's, she's so trashy. And again, internalized misogyny, internalized like slut shaming, sex, all of that stuff. But I also don't even know if she was like having sex or sleeping around. Like it was just a term that, it was a thing that everybody said. It was the nasty things you said. And she turned around and I, and she said it. She said, excuse me, I turned around. And she was like, and I was like, yep, I just said that I- I apologize like that was totally out of hand but like I'm gonna own that I said that but then there are other times where you say something behind someone's back one time I texted a friend one of my friends to say oh my god this girl like let's say Sarah like oh my god Sarah is being such a fucking bitch and I was in a room with Sarah and two other girls guess who I texted it to Sarah (laughs) (laughs) and she was like excuse me and I was like that was a really shitty thing for me to do I should have just told you up front but yeah you're being like you're being a fucking bitch So I think you need to assess if, like you're saying, if what you're saying is valid and how you feel about these people or the things that you're saying are valid in itself, who are you telling them to? Are these, is it pertinent to the conversation? Is it something that someone needs to know? Is it something that they haven't heard before? Is it an actual productive conversation or is it just gossip for entertainment? Mm -hmm. And I think you really need to start by filtering that, but then also like you said at the beginning, figure out, is this something, are these the people that you're surrounded with? Like if you've talked to your, and then this is why I want to say talk to your therapist about it too. Because if it is so inundated with this like same circle of people and they all feel this certain way, it can be kind of like mob mentality, and you can start to question like, oh, maybe I was being mean when you're like, oh, but I wasn't at all.
6: Yeah. And are you hearing this type of feedback in like all aspects of your life or just in this one class?
4: Mm Hmm. Also, I love that the theater boy is going to confront you. Like he's gonna, he's gonna. I was like, is he gonna fight you through dance? Like literally. But like. Yeah, I, cause I get, I talk a lot and I can talk in, I mean, I don't, not even can, I talk in circles all the time and that's an ADHD thing and an anxiety thing that I heavily work on. And I definitely struggle with coming across in a certain way. I, I talk to everybody like I've known them forever and that's not really a good thing for like, it can be a really great thing, but I think it's also like a kind of a shitty thing because I can just make a joke and then think someone else is in on the joke because they know my personality and they don't know me. And that's literally like the Leo is the one who's
6: always like, nah, nah, you got to correct And right that's now. the thing is like when we first met, you did that to me and I liked it, yeah. but that's because we have the same type of humor yeah. and personality ish.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that you have to be cognizant of who your audience is. But I think you also need to figure out if you like these people and you want to be friends with these people. And
6: and also don't go around like just talking about people that you don't like because that's not going to be productive for anything because they're saying the same things about you. And how does that make you feel makes you feel Mm -hmm. bad enough to call into a podcast?
4: So, guys, um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, and we needed to re-record this section. The technical difficulties was um, I didn't realize that the memory card was full while doing the audio. (laughs) So, Melissa was a great person and um, did continuity and dressed the same and everything. I tried. (laughs) I didn't even attempt to try, so that's why I'm wearing a different shirt, and I look different. So
6: Yeah, your hair is up. It was down.
4: Yeah, this is, it's, it's a different vibe. It's not so, I was way cuter before, but if you're listening to this, you won't even know. Hi, um, okay, so I have this question that I think you might have a interesting perspective on.
3: So last summer, I met this guy, uh, who was in the town that I was in for the summer working a job and we really hit off. But by the time it came back for him, it came for him to like move back, um, he lived in LA and- it was like we both really liked each other, but we weren't ready to, like, commit to a full-on relationship, so it was going to be super long distance because I'm still on the East Coast, so um we, like, didn't do anything official, but we still talked all the time, and then in September, I went out to visit him in L.A., and, like, at the end of those couple days, we, like, we just decided that it didn't, it didn't really matter how far away we were, we just really wanted to be in this relationship and we really, really liked each other. So we started long distance and it was great. It was so much fun and I'm so happy. I really, really like him. And we visited each other a few times. Um the interesting part is that so he's an actor and he's not like like Brad Pitt level famous or anything, but but people would like know who he is. Like they would have seen some stuff that he's been in and we don't really post about each other on like, social media or anything, and I haven't told my family that, like, he, let's just, like, call him Bob. they like, they know I'm dating someone named Bob, but they don't know that, like, he's, like, a Bob that they would, like, theoretically know. Um, I just, like, don't know how to tell them just because I feel like they would make a really big deal out of it, and I don't want it to be a big deal. He doesn't really want it to be a big deal. Um, we just really like each other in our relationship, and, like, I know that, you know, eventually publicity might a factor of what we're going through, but right now I just really like how it is and I don't want to tell anyone. So if you have any advice for how to talk to your parents about something like this or talk to your friends, I don't even know. It just seems really weird. Like who who's in this situation? This is strange. And I know that you're in LA and that you have friends who are actors. I didn't know if you knew anyone in like a similar situation who could help me out or if you have advice
6: for me. So thanks. Bye i'm re-offended all over again i know i was waiting for it uh
4: that cuts deep it does it doesn't get better after hearing it the second time it truly
6: actually might might hurt worse um maybe we should have brought Mott in for this question
4: oh my god well no because i'm not famous i just like live in la and like i might know famous people right i know. not even like, famous <laughs> but it's more like the act the actor thing is painful because i'm like if you're auditioning you're still an actor i'm just an i'm an unemployed actor okay so like
6: but people would know who you were i'm just like pissed
4: it's fine um okay (laughs) actually this is good because i we've caught more or i've caught more things the second time listening to this around so i'm gonna paint a picture in my head what i assumed happened she said Uh she lives on the east coast let's say Mm -hmm. whatever i don't know states in the east coast except for connecticut and new york in pennsylvania because well if he was working
6: i would think it would be georgia
4: new york new york
6: (laughs) georgia is not the east coast georgia is the south
4: (laughs) but like i was just picking like a shoot maybe north
6: carolina they shoot stuff there too so he
4: was shooting like if it was a short period of time and he's not coming back he shot a movie Mm -hmm. and they met there oh my god so I mean, I feel bad. First of all, you're living a fanfic dream. This is the shit people write about in fanfics. But I, I have known people in these situations, like actors who've hooked up with um, townies or locals while working. Townies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, you know the term a hose in different area codes.
6: I got hose.
4: That um, Uh, applies. I, yeah. I mean, I think, like, the fact that you guys are visiting each other, I. this is what I don't get now. Your friends don't know and your parents don't know, but, like, he's come to visit you and you went to visit him. What did you do? What did you tell your friends? Like, if you don't live with your parents, what did you tell your roommates you were doing? Like, where did he stay when he came with you? Like, or is this, like, a fanfic thing where, like, you literally can't be seen to, so, like, you don't go out to rest that's what i don't get like yeah where- i don't
6: understand a lot of this and also i don't i understand like you wanting to keep your relationship secret because i'm like the queen of keeping relationships secret but like you do want your parents to know you just don't you just think they're going to make a big deal of it but if you want to be in like an actual relationship with him, you're going to have to tell them eventually.
4: Yeah. I think you're making a big deal about it. I think, like, if you guys had hooked up and, like, we're talking for this extended period of time and didn't tell anybody, you're, it, the anticipation is building. Like, you're hiding something because you feel like you need... don't even feel like you need to. And there's no fault in thinking, like, getting caught up and feeling like, oh, this is, like, really cool. Like, this is awesome. It's okay if you think it's a big deal and you're a little... Star struck by the Hollywood thing But I think you need to kind of own that and recognize not like don't like be like, oh, I love this But recognize that in yourself and then be like, okay I then can't put it on other people to make it a big deal because i've I kind of hid it from everybody for all this time Like I didn't tell anybody and then suddenly i'm gonna have to like sit down and have the sit-down conversation Like maybe I kind of just like the dramatics of it, which is fine. Just be aware of that because Th- yeah, I just think that like the not if it really wasn't a big deal and it was just oh this is just an actor. I I thought I think you would have met or, like introduced at any point and it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. Like I've I've met people that like my friends who are in the industry or whatever have hooked up with and it wasn't even serious. It was not a big it was just not a big deal. So I think that that's yeah, but I will also say I Feel like the reason why you haven't told anybody is because he hasn't and it's pretty Mm -hmm. clear that he doesn't want you to um the whole not posting each other and things I get but
6: because you were you for like the first year that you and Mots were together you guys didn't post anything yeah
4: so I was super hyper aware of that stuff we were friends from before but I'd never I'd only ever posted one when I first started YouTube when I was 16, my high school boyfriend and I were together. So he was in like one or two videos. But other than that, I didn't put any relationships online. Um, and so I waited like a good year. But at the same time, Mots and I got together when like, if you guys have read my book, <laughs> shit was like hitting the fan with my, per- like my personal life. And so, and, and all of like that family stuff that was so public that I was like, I can't put my personal relationships publicly anymore because it, it makes it so much harder if it doesn't work. So, but I, it was rough. Like he was not like he was very like okay with it. But then once we did it, he was like, "Yeah, that." Like I'm not gonna lie, like it was really hard. Like it sucked. And the good thing, th- oh, ow. oh, the good thing through it was that he and I were spending so much time together. We lived in the same place, so he's like, "I didn't have any reservations that oh you were d- like hooking up with somebody else or something else was going on." Like I knew that. It wasn't because you didn't want to be associated with me so you could be with somebody else because we're spending all of this time together. But if you guys are like
6: But also like all your friends knew that you oh were Oh my together God, yeah, too. that's
4: exactly like all of my friends on him, his parents knew my like my but like it was it was our whole circles, everybody like who I had worked with knew, like everybody knew. It just was the public thing. And it's because it's that opinion that doesn't really matter. But I just think the fact that your parents don't know, your friends don't know. And again, now that I realize that you guys have like seen each other, you're sneaking around and that's. If he says it's because like it's for his image or like he doesn't want you to get hate from anybody, like uh, any of his fan. It's a literal load of bullshit. Like you literally statistically Mm -hmm. will do better as a performer in the entertainment industry. If you are a part of a public relationship, people live for that shit. Absolutely live for that shit. And there's no such thing as being like, oh, I need to be a hot young actor. I can't I have to be single. It's better for my career. It's only better for your career if you want to hook up with more people. That's the only thing, like, if you blow up and you're huge and you're like, well, it's better for my career to be single. No, it's better for your sex life to be single if you want to be, like, sleeping with multiple people. As, As you get more famous, you have more access to, like, whatever genitalia you're trying to get into. But being in a relationship, like, that's, it's just a load of bullshit. So I would be oh god i mean i don't want to sound like defeated because i'm like well you kind of already made it a big deal so it's gonna be a big deal but like he might i mean oh we said this the first time around but you guys obviously didn't hear it um we need to know you can dm melissa and i uh Mm -hmm. and let us know who this is because we can do some we might there it's a high likelihood that we
6: very likely hollywood is very small very
4: small either we personally know him or we're like one degree of separation a friend away Mm -hmm. and we can find out um what it you know if he's what the deal is yeah if he's going if he's got girls or guys or whoever he's into out
6: here or any anywhere else Also, like, are you guys like what is your relationship status? Like, are you just they're making long distance work, which
4: that was so specific because she, because at the beginning, she was specified at the beginning, like, we didn't like we didn't establish, like, we didn't define us or anything. But then after we did a visit, we decided to like, we really like each other. Let's try long distance. Long distance, what? Right. Like, long distance, like long distance
6: talking, long distance fucking. I mean, right now, it's probably. Doing what you and I are doing right now, doing a Google Hangout or something. But yeah, like, are you guys like officially in a relationship? Because if so, that's, I don't know. I think you need to figure out what you guys actually are.
2: Yeah. What you
6: want out of this. And if it's long term, then why are you waiting to tell? Your parents and that's hypocritical coming from me but um <laughs> well no because but you it's seem a like somebody reason. that yeah yeah you seem like someone that does tell their family yeah. it
4: seems um, the hold up is dating. the fact that he like they might not know, know who he is but also yeah I think if if you really do like him I would check that part of you because that's not humanizing him. That's like putting him yeah. on this pedestal. And that will be a downfall of relations. Really, like that. Most of my friends who are in the industry date people who are in this version of the industry. And when they don't, the the issue is like, yeah, it's it's people who look at you like another like a person. But if you're something mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to tell I don't want to tell, like my, or like telling my parents like this is a big deal sort of a thing it should just be as big of a deal as any person that you like because, like, he's just a person. Like, who cares if they've seen him on TV? Like, it's not... I don't know. I I just think that if you do really like him, I would be wary to not get starstruck by him because that's... He's not... If he likes that, then he's fucking other girls, (laughs) by the way. If he's like, likes the fact that you are, like, enamored by his, like, celebrity or whatever... But, yeah, I mean, to, like, really be super fucking honest with you people like it's so unlikely that a guy like that his intentions are total like spun of pure gold if he started hooking up with you or talking to you when he was on location that happens I don't know anyone who's all the ever, time. I don't know anyone who's ever gone location and didn't hook up. I've done it. Like yeah. I've, I've hooked up on location and then you get back and then you're like, Ooh, bye. Or you're like friendly and you keep talking. Yeah. So I would just be very like cautious because I think, especially if you don't work in the industry, that it might seem he can like paint this idea and these pictures and say all these things that are like fact, but they're not fact.
6: Yeah. There's a show on ABC right now called Beauty and the Baker, I think. I haven't seen it, but it seems like the same situation that you're in. Maybe watch it, get some tips. I Maybe read some
4: One Direction fanfic. This is literally the <laughs> epitome of fanfic. Because it's like seeing, in the like, con- a- like seeing her in the concert, like in, in inside and being like, I got to bring her backstage. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to know who this is. Yeah. And we're not going to blow up your spot or anything like that i'll stay I just, between
6: the three of us
4: yeah and then also what if he's just like literally like nobody knows like you're fine like yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what if we like what if i like really know them and then i can also tell I you know. if they fucking suck because if you're around the same age as me i know them like i 100 know them if they're yeah, based I in know LA,
6: a ton of people a ton of people in this industry so um yeah, we probably know him. Yeah. Just let us know. Please. We can do some deep digging yeah. and figure out what his actual deal is.
4: And we won't share on the pod. We won't share anywhere. Don't no. worry. <sighs> Except maybe you'll have like TMZ, like paparazzi. <laughs> I can't. I'm still a little salty about it, but it's fine. Oh, my gosh. Cool. All should, right. Should we go on to the next? Hello.
8: Um, so this is very, I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible. Um when i was I'm twenty now, and when I was sixteen, I met a man on a boat in Florida. I do not live in Florida um uh, but when I was on this boat, I was with my mother by the way, uh, but I met this man he was thirty five at the time um and we started talking. I come off as far more mature um and older seeming I always have um and so when I was sixteen, I definitely didn't come across as 16, and so he was kind of flirting with me a little bit, and long story short, we ended up having a really great connection, actually, as freaking weird as that sounds, I know, Um, and so we ended up having this connection, and we ended up talking and texting from there on out for three years. He was married at the time and had kids, and we talked every single day for almost three years. And at the time, his relationship with his wife was very rocky. He was, at the time, in the Marines and was not living with his wife. Um, And he ended up moving back to these – he grew up in the state that I am from, which is crossed nowhere near where we met. (laughs) And also nowhere near where he was stationed at the time. But then three years – fast forward three years to after we had been talking for three years nonstop, We were flirting and things, but we hadn't necessarily got to that level of... We weren't having an affair or anything. We were strictly texting, and we were mainly just really getting to know each other, and he was telling me about his wife and the issues they were having, and I talked to him about my day-to-day life and issues as well. Uh, Then, three years later, his wife cheated on him with his stepdad, and they ended up getting a divorce. They have two kids, and so we... Then when he moved back to where I live, he ended up buying a house here, living here. So we got together and we we're actually meeting each other then. And at that time, I was 19. Um, we decided to not have a relationship or anything after the fact of it. him and his wife had got divorced. We decided to not have a relationship. But we're still really good friends. I now currently have a boyfriend as of a year. So, I actually, I just called in an electric voicemail, and I know that's supposed to be under three minutes, but I feel like I left out an important detail. He actually ended up being my half-brother. We, him and I have the same mom, but different dads. So, my half-brother has, he also has a half-brother that's not related to me, but it's his dad's other kid. So, my brother's dad had another kid with another woman, so we're not related, but he's my brother's My half-brother's half-brother, essentially, Um, and the man that I met on the boat is that guy I'm going to call, so my brother, I'm going to call him Jay, he has a half-brother that I'm going to call Nick, and the man that I met on the boat, I'll call him Bob. So (laughs) Bob is Nick's brother-in-law. They married sisters together. Um, So, he's almost family to me in a way, which sounds very weird, but we have a whole bunch of mutual friends, mutual family members, so he's always at family, things that we're getting together at, and I had never met him before I turned 16, and we just happened to randomly meet on this boat, Bob and I did, Um, and so Bob and I became really close within those three years of texting nonstop, but then he's also now part of the family, and we see him all the time, so... We are nothing sexual or anything. Don't want a relationship anymore. We're just really good friends at this point. Um, and I just didn't know my boyfriend of a year. He's a little iffy about it. And I wanted to know if it was weird to everybody else So we stay friends. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm asking. But mainly, is it weird if we stay friends, me and Bob stay friends?
4: Yes. Yes. We're going to play both for the in the podcast mm-hmm. episode, right? Yeah. Okay. I just need to say. A detail that I missed the first time around. Bob and Nick married sisters, so he is a part of the family. That's what I told through you. His, no, we because we knew it was we didn't know which, oh, what, but it's through his it, ex wife. Yeah, That is how she's. Oh my god, this is batshit.
6: Like this is batshit. But let's start from the beginning. You yeah. met him when you were 16. He was 35. That's I know that you said that you look more mature for your age, but there's no way that you looked anywhere close to being 35 years old.
4: No. And even the second that he found out how old you were, even if you lied and said you were 18, he should have been like, oh, fuck no, run away. And that's me saying that like, oh, you have like, Benjamin Button syndrome, so you look like a 35-year-old at 16. Like, it's not—that's yeah. not a thing. And then the th- the thing that, like, make, like breaks my heart is the fact that your mom was there and this happened. And, like, you didn't give us more details of—
6: If she was around yeah, while the interaction happened and if she knew if you guys were talking.
4: There's two options of either your mom knew and just let it happen, which is super heartbreaking and really sad. Or your mom didn't know and this 35-year-old man pressured a 16-year-old or convinced a 16-year-old to have this relationship and keep it secret from your family. All the while having a relationship with your family. Like mm-hmm. that is either way. These are adults who are not protecting you. And I don't think, I think because he's still so infiltrated in your life, I don't think you understand or really see how this is, discuss like it's uh, it's awful and like the, the the control and the power there and see how completely completely wrong it is it takes people like we've had in the Facebook group we've had it in comment sections here people talk about the age gap that they've had with someone that they've dated and that it took them until they got to be a lot older to realize oh wow I thought that that was okay but it wasn't and that's so gross that they were attracted to me at that age and regardless of what you say of oh we never actually did anything it was just flirty he was just talking about his wife. That's vastly inappropriate. And his intentions were sexual and flirty and romantic. Like that's why you
6: said that we don't want to be in a relationship with each other anymore. So that means that at some point you did want to be in relationship with each other.
4: And you can't decide that you want that when you are 16 and he is 35 Mm -hmm. years old, that your frontal lobes are not developed. It's the same thing of like teachers, like being predators onto their students. There's a power dynamic that you can think that you want that, but it, you can't choose that. You literally cannot consent to that or choose that. There's a, it is so frustrating to me. And then the fact that he's still around your family, which means your family now isn't protecting you through all of this. The gold star through all of this is your boyfriend. But even this, like, The ex, like his ex-wife thing, like him complaining and talking about his ex just as like an overall thing. If you're talking to someone and they just start who's in a relationship and they just start going in on their current partner and how much they suck and how terrible they are, they're a piece of fucking shit they are a piece mm-hmm. of shit and they're trying to they're trying to show you a crack in their relationship so you feel okay and you feel like it's fine and justified for you to slip in and do whatever you want to do with that person. Like that's Especially how they're getting because you...
6: you were a child as well.
4: Yeah. It's like you shouldn't like parents didn't even talk to their kids about their marriage. And like the fact that this is at that time essentially a stranger who is expressing interest in you and then talking to you about his Like relationship with his wife, and even the way you talk about his ex-wife. Which, I mean, I, I won't say that I would have fucked the dad, stepdad. Was it the stepdad? Stepdad. I would have fucked the brother, or like, and like that's that is a vent, like a vindictive, vengeful woman who's like this, like. Who is what is more crazy here? And this is why I think, first of all, you need to go to therapy. And I would go with your boyfriend and really go through all this and figure this out and separate from your family if they're not going to support you through all of this. But if you paint a picture of here's what he said to you. Oh, my ex-wife, like we broke up like she's the absolute fucking worst. She slept with my stepdad. And then we have her point of view. My husband of all these years, father to my children, spent the last like however many years talking to an underage. Three years. Yeah, that's three years. Spending talking to an underage girl every single day about our marital issues and flirting with her every day. Who fucked up? Like you, like the fact that you're weighing the fact what she did is so terrible is just proof that you are so entrapped in this like mind fucking power control of him that you have no idea that what he did arbitrarily is actually illegal. Like, his intentions Mm -hmm. are illegal. She's... that. What she did, sure, it's a fucked up, bitchy thing to do, but there is no issue of consent there. There's no issue of predatory nature. There's no issue of age, like, legality, any of that. It's just a fucked up, like, revenge thing to do. What he did was predatory and absolutely disgusting. And I just... It makes me so fucking pissed. And it makes me sad, too, because I think... You're surrounded by your family who he's still in the picture. Like, he's still there every, like, on all of your family major events. But we
6: also don't know how much the family knows.
4: No, and that's, like, either way, it's bad. Either he has you so warped and convinced to keep this a secret from your family, which probably feels, even at this point, like, sexy and, like, oh, nobody knows and that stuff. But you've already told your boyfriend, so Mm -hmm. I don't know how that came up or if he noticed it. So it's either he has you so wrapped around his finger that you've kept it a secret from your whole family. And maybe not I don't even want to say wrapped around your finger, because that sounds like you're, uh, you're choosing that. I don't think you are. I think he groomed I hate, her. I was, yeah, he exactly. Did. Like he groomed you. And I don't think that as much as you think that you've had like a choice in all of this, I don't think you have, because that's what it, what's a grooming is. And I think that he has, He has this power and control over you. Yeah, if your family doesn't know, it's because he has this power and control over you that this is something special. This is something that we can't tell anybody else. Like there are two options here which both require therapy. Either he really, regardless he groomed you, but either he really groomed you and he has made you keep this a secret from your family and your family has no idea all of this that has gone on. Or your family does know and they're okay with it and they don't see it as predatory, which doesn't mean that they're right. They're wrong. If if they don't see it as predatory and they don't see an issue with it, that's something that you need to go to therapy and talk about because you need to be, the people in your life need to be there who are going to protect you. And mm-hmm. either he didn't give them an option to let them protect you or they're choosing not to protect you and right now the only person who is protecting you and looking out for you is your boyfriend and i would really go with him and listen to him when he ex- is expressing how this makes him feel it's it's that it's that icky feeling i don't even think it's it's not him being jealous like it's it feels it's fucking being-
6: real with and, the what the situation actually is.
4: And I don't think he might not feel comfortable saying that to you. Also, if he's like a cis heterosexual man like not knowing like the oh that might feel a little creepy. I don't want to like tell my g- girlfriend that that seems predatory, but it is and I think you guys need to go to therapy. You need to go to therapy and assess who is in your life and who's actually looking out for you and taking care of you and And cut anyone out who is enabling or enabling, ignoring, or just not caring about your well-being or letting this predatory stuff happen. And just because you are of the age of consent now doesn't mean that it's not still predatory. Because it is. Mm Because that's how it started. Okay, guys, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back wearing different clothes.
6: (laughs) I got on the same though. Yeah. We, we're <laughs> traveling back in time, actually. We won't be right back. It'll literally be yeah. from before. <laughs> Yay.
4: Okay, we are back from our break, guys, and we're going to get into the rest of our calls. I am
9: a, I'm in a bit of a pickle, and I would just love some big sister advice from you guys. Um, so basically, I grew up in the same area all my life, and then went off to school. Um, I'm 21 and in college. And at the end of high school, my best friend and I had this huge blowing out. Like, she's just like freaked out on all of her friends and she was going through a lot but wasn't explaining herself so we just kind of like cut one another off and she all of our other friends kind of did the with her and she was like really awful and will admit to being really awful um so we stopped talking didn't talk to each other for like two years and there was this boy that she had dated in high school and they were broken up at the time that she and i stopped being friends They had been broken up for a while, but fast forward to this past summer, came from school, started dating that boy. I got with her ex boyfriend, which it's like so far removed from the situation. She and I were not talking. He and I both went through like crazy identity shifts, like essentially in college. I'm sure many people do, but now he and I have broken up. Didn't work out. No bad blood there. Just long distance another thing. But now she and I are kind of back in touch. And she was like, yeah, I was going through this really hard time. Explained her whole situation to me. And it's really great that we kind of reconciled that. But she didn't know that me and this boy had dated this summer. And I don't know whether or not to tell her. There's definitely like on the down low in terms of social media and stuff like that. But like people in our town definitely know it happened. So I just don't know if I should just like not bring it up and if she finds out be like oh yeah I was just a sling, like don't know what I was thinking so um I don't know if that makes me shitty but I should just be straight up I mean she and I are just kind of getting back into the swing of talking and hanging out and stuff so I don't know if I should do it sooner than later just like oh shit totally forgot about that because I honestly kind of did it, so anybody
6: would be great thanks. Is she calling us from a fucking racetrack? I was like, are you on the highway with like, your top really? down? Are you on the highway with the fucking windows down? Uh, yes, you should tell her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's going to find out from other some from somebody else. Uh, yeah. Tell her. If
4: you tell her, and we've talked about this before here, that if you get ahead of something and you're honest about something it is a lot harder for that person to be upset with you. Like it is, it, it just, just factually. And if you are upfront and honest immediately, there is, it. nothing makes you look better. Like it is the best possible way that you could come across. And it is the most likely way that you're going to be able to move past or get through it. And also you don't even know if you want to be friends with this girl anymore. You guys are just kind of back in contact. So also if it's such a not big deal to you, wouldn't you also want to tell her now find out if it's a massive deal to her if it's a massive deal to her and you're like oh it's really not a big issue she's so dramatic I don't really want to be friends with her good that I know this now I think like the more you don't say like that's just hella fucking weird
6: yeah yeah like and and like and explain it to like you didn't think you were going to be friends with her again it had like happened so like after the point of you guys mm-hmm. being friends after they had been broken up unless it was like 2 weeks later then yeah you're shitty but like you didn't give us a timetable but if it was like a couple years later where you just like ran into this dude and you guys found out that you know you had some chemistry and you dated then um i don't think there's anything wrong about that in this situation but you just have to be upfront with her
4: Yeah. Like, I think if it could, could, did he go to high school with them? It sounds like that.
6: It seems like it.
4: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like I, I would probably feel like a little weird about it, but if someone told me up front, not that I would then feel like I don't have the right to feel weird, but I would be like, well, I'm not like, I can't be mad at you now. Like there's no reason for me to be upset with you. Like you're not hiding it. You're being so forthcoming with it. That is easier to deal with. And they're going to find out eventually. And it is always better to get ahead of the truth and say the truth right off the bat. than wait for somebody else to do it. Because again, you only hide things you think you should be hiding. So if it really isn't a big deal and you guys aren't like it wasn't sticky again. Like you said, It like, it like was. there was like enough time had passed between. There was no overlap. It wasn't right after. It wasn't vindictive. It was, yeah. And you guys aren't even dating anymore. There's no reason to hide it if it wasn't a big deal. And then if you do hide it, it's going to make it seem like it was a way bigger deal. But then also that's not justification to hide things that are a big deal. <laughs> like when you hide something that's a big deal, it becomes an even bigger deal because you're hiding it. So... Yeah. I mean, I, again, if the, I was her in the situation, if I was the friend, like the new friend, I would totally feel weird, but she has every right to that. Like she's, again, everyone has the right. You can't have people make decisions based on s- selective information. Think about your ex, like your friend, like girls that you used to be friends with. Who you're not friends with anymore. And think of their ex boyfriends. Would you date any of them? Like not like in a shady way. I just mean like, are any of them, like, are you attracted to any of them? can't say that i
6: am i know i'm trying to think of it that's also very different types yeah i also i'm just thinking about how one of my friends exes he like came to me and he was like if i had met you first then i would have dated you which is rude to begin with and i was like i'm not attracted to you at all because i wouldn't have dated you might have dated me but i wouldn't have dated you (laughs) (laughs)
4: like that's so flattering i do not feel the same way yeah I'm so glad you didn't meet me first. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Hi, I'm 21
7: years old, and my dad is dating a girl who is two months younger than me. Um, we actually went to the same high school together, um, and it's really weird uh, because, obviously, there's a big age gap there, and she lives with him, and it's really weird. They've been dating since she was in high school. She graduated the year after me, um, but she keeps trying to be my friend, and I am not comfortable with that. I am, after almost two years am now finally developing a kind of stable relationship with my dad and I honestly am not comfortable with being her friend just because I mean she is dating my dad and we are and she is two months younger than me. Um and we went to the same school. So it's just really awkward and I feel bad because I'm always telling her no. And I don't want to be a bitch and just be like, no, I don't like you and I don't want to hang out with you because this, this, and that. Um, so yeah, any advice about like how to handle this? Like, should I give her a chance? Should I hang out with her? Um, even though it's like really makes me feel weird. Um, and, like, and my dad also kind of thinks that it's means that I'm not hanging out with her. But, like I said, it's just way too weird personally. And, like, I'm finally getting to a good place mentally uh, and building up that relationship, like I said, with my dad again. Um, so, yeah, any advice would be awesome. Thank you.
6: Wow. What in the actual fuck? So her what dad... The fuck? Her dad started dating this girl while the girl was in high school after his daughter had already graduated from high school. And it seems like the girl and her dad, the caller and her dad, didn't have a good relationship for a long time. And now it's... Well, you grad. wonder why. It seems like your dad doesn't make the best decisions in life.
4: <laughs> I see why you and your dad weren't super close. Oh,
6: my God. Um, Oh, like, you're not being a bitch. This is just an uncomfortable situation. (laughs) I'm sorry that you're going through this.
4: This is insane. Like, this is straight up insane. And for the sake of my own sanity and, like, the fact that you're maintaining a relationship with your dad, uh, we are going to operate under the notion that she was 18 when I started dating. And everybody in the comments, I would also like you to operate under that notion because
6: if not, that we're going to have to have a different, it would be a totally different conversation.
4: Like it's, it's totally different and we're not here to question this caller's relationship with her. Like everyone's own choices about who they let into their lives through moving past things and dealing with trauma and all of that stuff. Like that's your own, that's her own journey. So we're going to operate again on the pretense that she was 18 when they started dating. This is fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, I literally just snot rocketed because it's so disgusting. I, first of all, the audacity of this fucking bitch to try and be your friend. She is fucking your dad.
6: Yeah. And she's two years younger than you. Oh. Two months young. No, she's two, two, months, two months younger. Two bu- yeah. 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 Sorry. Two months younger. But
4: she's your peer. Yeah. And she's fucking your dad. She graduated and she
6: wants- after you did. <laughs>
4: like this is disgusting like this is absolutely disgusting absolutely disgusting and here's the thing there is in no world would you be friends with her so there is no world in which you are being a bitch Mm -hmm. the situation like you have free fucking rain if you want to say to her no, I don't want to be your friend. You are my peer. We went to high school together. I know you you're two months younger than me, and you are literally dating my dad and you are fucking my dad. No, I don't want to be your your friend. you fucking you fucking bitch. You have every right to say that because at the end of the day, like you didn't do anything to put you in the situation. It doesn't make you a bitch. There's yeah. like I don't know anyone in their right mind who would be okay with this and would be friends with her. And think about it in the sense that, like, so what? She's then going to turn around and be like to her friends, "I'm just like so pissed because, like, here I am, and like I'm just like trying I'm trying to be, to be nice. the
6: best stepmom <laughs> that I
4: possibly can. I'm trying to be nice to Stephanie, and like she just told me that like she thinks I'm a bitch and like doesn't want to talk to me like what just because I'm dating her dad and like I'm two months younger than her. Like there is no way in which she can. Spend been that where you are the villain, and I think preserving the relationship between you and your dad, if that is your goal, that is fantastic, but that needs to be on the pretense of our relationship is isolated between you and I. I am not associating with her. she is not part of this. and if that if it, if our relationship is contingent on my comfortability with her, tough tough shit, like tough titties dude, because it's it that's bullshit like that's absolute bullshit,
6: yeah, I think yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that um since your your relationship with your father was rocky before, uh, this is probably not the time that he should, even if, if, even if this wasn't just like a friend that was, uh, not a friend, just like a peer that you went to school with, if this was some woman that was age appropriate that he was dating, if mm-hmm. you're just now rebuilding your relationship with him, he shouldn't be introducing you to some woman that he's dating because it should be about the two of you.
4: Yeah. And also if your relationship with your dad was rocky because of this and like because they started dating, like this was really like your big falling out, that you coming back around is not an invitation for her that you're okay with the situation. It's I've made the choice and decision that I want to try and have a relationship with my dad despite this, (laughs) like despite this shit. And it's she should just stay far, 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 far as fuck away. I couldn't if tell if her dad was on her side or her dad was on the other girl. The uh, other girl's side. side. She's,
6: her dad is is wondering why she won't be friends with her.
4: If you are wanting to have a relationship with your dad, is the relationship that you want? Is he able to give you the relationship that you want to have with him? And if it's not, if he's not, you don't have to settle for that you don't have to settle for anything less but also it's okay if you do like it's okay if it's you know what i'm going to deal with this i can work through this it is worth it to me to maintain a relationship with him even if it's in on his own terms or it's okay if it's not i think you just need to figure it out for yourself because it's on his terms it sounds like you need to friends with this girl and i think it's totally valid and
6: fair that you don't want to be i fucking wouldn't want to be neither would i and i and if you haven't told him i think you can tell him up front that it makes you uncomfortable to be friends with her or sit down and write down all the reasons why you don't want to be friends with her and tell him because you've got to set up boundaries for yourself
4: please give us an update and like let us know what happened if you want to keep it more like private and you want to send it to us in a DM or if you want to call back
6: that. And also that's not an invitation for people just asking random questions. No. If you have random questions, call into the podcast. We're not going to answer questions through DMS.
4: It's like an unsolicited dick pic. We didn't like we're at the I'm asking. Yeah.
6: We're only you know? soliciting questions through voicemail or voice memo, not through yes. Instagram. no, Please no. All right. We've got an update today. Oh, oh, God. So this is why are you saying, oh, God, because I just read your face, <laughs> whether I know it's going to be good or bad. And I know. Oh, no. I this know. is from the episode with Bo's i don't know if you can remember those calls during that episode well there i remember them but now i there's tr- truly it could be any of them <laughs> this is the one that the gal she uh had dated her <gasps> friend no. and then his best friend and then the nephew and so she's calling with an update
4: are you fucking kidding me ready she's calling with an update she's calling no with an i'm update. not ready we roasted this girl. Hey, guys.
5: This is Vicky. I literally just saw your video um, where you addressed my question about the eggs, his nephew, and my best friend. Um, so I just wanted to clarify certain things. First of all, like, I love what you guys told me. Like I watched the whole thing, like, three times. Um, but it's not any different from what my girlfriends have told me. Um, and also, like, I haven't told my friends my my girlfriend like details too much because I know what they're going to say like I already know trust me but I wanted to clarify a few things um so the ex my ex he's no longer in the picture he never will be like he moved to the east coast like goodbye the nephew we haven't slept together um because I don't want I know that that would like fuck shit up in a like completely different level. And I just don't wanna put him in that situation where like, I don't know, like feelings could develop or like, I and I think of the scenario in which my ex, you know, approaches him and he asks him, did you ever sleep with her? I want him to have that immunity. Um, so it feels like we've been dating, you know, like we like hang out, like we're kind of flirty with each other, but nothing has ever happened. I've never kissed him, nothing. And then another thing that I want to clarify, which I know does not make it any better whatsoever, um, it's that my best friend, um, he lives with his girlfriend and that's his daughter do- and that's her daughter. So she already had a kid. It's not his kid. Obviously it doesn't make it any better, like he's in a committed relationship. But um I've been distancing myself from the nephew, not in like a I need to stop talking to you like kind of way, like, even though I- but it's more like um i'm letting you live your life you know i'm just gonna step away for a bit and then my best friend it's been really hard trying to navigate like still trying to be best friends and you know not letting this affect it too much because he's still my best friend at the end of the day so um i told him like i you need to tell her i can't tell her but it's like i feel like i have this moral obligation to tell her because hello but also i'm like i lost the allure of wanting to be with my best friend because he's been lying to his girlfriend this whole time and like anything this has been eye-opening for me but anyways can you guys do like a call in i want to legit be on a call with you guys and just have this conversation because this is my biggest hookup in life to date and i don't know what to do anyways i am a libra and a scorpio moon libra sun scorpio moon cancer rising
6: Okay, thank you. Bye. Uh, wow. But the thing is, if I'm not mistaken, in the original calls, she asked, who should I be with?
4: Yes. Yes, she did. And she also said, um, uh, she, she told her best friend, like, she was like, I can't force him to like, how do I make him like, break up with, like, I can't force him to, but like, how do I make him date mm-hmm. me when he doesn't, yeah. I mean, ugh, I fucking first of all, I am so surprised that
6: you listened and you called back um, and she used her nickname that Bose gave her Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was not a nice nickname. Like we it wasn't
4: like a nice thing that we how we said it. But I think that's great. I will say. Um and this is like a thing we've said here you have to hold your friends and romantic partners to the same standard so you saying that oh I wouldn't date him now because I've seen how he won't tell his like girlfriend but then why are you friends with him like if Mm -hmm. he like it's a that's like a moral character flaw this is not it has nothing to do with dating him or not like it's just gross and You can't be best friends with him. You just can't. Like, you... It sucks, but you made your bed, you slept in it, and you need to fucking cut it off. Because, like, it's so vastly inappropriate. And he... At this point, he's not your best friend. Like, once you fuck him and you wanted to be with him, the only thing is now you're saying you don't want to be with him because, like, he won't tell his girlfriend... It is not your moral obligation to her because if it was your moral obligation to her, then you feel like you have a more like you then you feel like you have a relationship with her enough that you have like that's the thing that makes and, and they're again, the only reason why you'd be telling her like, okay, if you tell her they decide to work on it. You're not in his life anymore. She's going to make him not be friends with you anymore. And you're saying that he's your best friend. You can't like get re- like you can't let go of him. So the only reason you want to tell her is because you think that she will dump him and then you can be with him.
6: Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. And but he's just going to be mad then at that point And he's not going to want to be with you. No. And
4: like if you're saying like there's just literally like the only thing that you can do. The only thing that you should do is stop being friends with him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just stop being friends with them. And I'm a big advocate of like, obviously, like it, it, I'm torn between like stay in your own business. But also, if you know something about someone's relationship, you know, someone's been unfaithful, you c- I I personally think you should tell them, like, I think that you have an obligation to do that, but only if you have nothing to gain. And you have something to gain here. Even if you don't think that you do and you're saying that you don't, just based on the fact that you have slept with him, you have something to gain. So you cannot tell him. If somebody else knew, like one of like, yeah, someone else's friend knew, they would have an obligation. You no longer have an obligation. You have an obligation to walk the fuck out of his life and stop being friends with him and let him deal with everything on his own with his relationship and try and salvage that and fix that but that's all like that's what you have to do there is no other option
6: yep 100%. i just
4: and like i love that like you like are like she wants to get on a call like a call like a live show call back with us
6: no like you <laughs> like, already you-, you said that you won't tell your friends because you already know that they're what they're going to say, like you already know what we're going to say. There's not going to be anything that you can tell us that's going to justify this situation.
4: No. And like, not to like promo my book, you're not special, but like, you're not like this situation. There is nothing unique. There is no detail. There is no, Oh, well you don't get it. Like there's, there's nothing. There is no factor or thing there that makes it justifiable or that Mm -hmm. makes the situation unique or an exception to the rule. Like, Nobody's an exception to that. like it, it it's just it's just bullshit. and like yeah. it's just like excuses and wanting to still be with him and like be friends with him and have him in your life in some capacity. and that's selfish, and you can't. And that in itself is just as fucked up as continuing to sleep with him while he's like with her and with their the kid. Like, it's just as bad staying friends because you've already you've already slept together. And then you're withholding that information from her. You're hanging around. And like, that's so wildly fucked up. Yeah. So wildly fucked up. Ugh.
6: Mm-hmm. I yeah.
4: Can you and girl, the nephew? Like, I
6: guess you have boundaries with him. So just be his friend. But I still think that's a sticky situation, too.
4: Yeah, Stop being friends with people who like you fuck. You want to fuck or have you
6: fucked before? Just like, yeah. Don't. Go get some new friends.
4: Yeah. Hang out with your girlfriends. Like, like take we said. Take a break
6: from me. Take
4: a fucking break. Oi, oi, oi. Can you imagine oy. being a fr- like one of her friends and just like hearing this? I'd be like, what? Huh?
6: Because, yeah, your friends already know. i guessing they know like the surface level and they've already told yeah. you some things because you said you didn't tell them all the details. They're they yeah, probably you, do know. They actually probably do know. They They're yeah, just not I would saying assume anything. they
4: do. But also you don't want to get on the phone call with like what we're just it's not going to be fun
6: for you. <laughs> like no. we're like I, we're going to be assholes. Well, you know what she likes. She, it seems like she likes to be in those type of assholey situations. It's so true. maybe maybe you like it. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not going to call you.
4: No. Maybe we'll call you in uh, you'll you'll send us a postcard from the nunnery that you join <laughs> and we will then have like a one year update after your like your cleanse
6: mm-hmm. your not that nunnery is a cleanse. cleanse
4: but yeah like you're are we'll talk to you after your break when you have some more like
6: clarity experience yeah distance. exactly
4: And growth. And we can look back on it and laugh at young Vicky and the shenanigans she got up to. But... This ain't the time, sis. This ain't the time, sis. Also, how are you coping with quarantine?
6: She's with the nephew.
4: (laughs) 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 I can't. Wow. Um, Well, guys, that's our episode. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694 three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six i don't know why that was hard (laughs) or you can send an audio message at megan podcast at gmail.com um what else Buy megan's book
6: it's been out for a week
4: buy it buy it buy it oh i have it buy it it's on the video you can see it you should buy it um Follow us on Instagram. Follow Don't Blom Meme Pod over on Instagram. Our individuals. We love that shit.
6: Me too. And Maybe I'll start posting more. If I, I get would to love 3, that. 000, if I get to 3,000, I'll start posting more. Wow. Okay. She's also <laughs> be doing giveaway. Likes for likes. Oh, my God.
4: Speaking of likes for likes, I die. I have to tell this story. I accidentally DM'd Lily from my Finsta yesterday. <laughs> and i like didn't realize because it, it just like i i think i i forgot that i was on my finsta and i was just like you know look like scrolling through shit and i saw that like i was like oh my god she has a story that i haven't seen and then i responded to it and then i literally immediately was like oh my god and then i switched over to my main and i go i'm so sorry i just you know you can kiss.
6: delete you can if they haven't read it yet they you can delete oh
4: it. yeah but she knows i have a finsta like okay. i'm not like it's not like a weird like i'm not like worried about that um because it's lily but then i like just sent one to her and she literally just responded back with like my username and the thing she goes this is a fantastic finsta she was like i'm nice. dying it was good it was a really good time um but yeah that's it um hope you guys are all staying healthy and safe and all that jazz Okay, bye. Jazz hands. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.